Alright, um, Antonio Brown. Okay, so here's my issue with him. Well, let me just, let me just say this. I've never been a big fan of him. I've never really been a big fan of receivers. You know, they're divas. You know, no, no, I will say this. I'm not saying they're lazy. I'm not saying they're lazy. But they have the stereotype of being divas. And stereotypes always have uh, a root, at least one root of truth to them. Okay, so Antonio Brown, I just... He, Antonio Brown, is not going, I'm going to be honest, I think the Raiders partially regret trading for him. That's, that's, that's just what I believe. Okay, um, I'm, okay, you know what, I'll say this, I'll say this, let me just go through the article and then I'll, and then I'll go back over it, Okay. So Antonio Brown files a new grievance over helmet. So this is this is the second round over the helmet topic. This is not because remember he had the first one uh, that got drop kicked, and now he's trying again with a different route. Oakland Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown has filed a new grievance against the NFL over his not having a full calendar year grace period to find a helmet that works for him, a source told ESPN's Adam Schefter. The gre- this grievance is the latest part of, an- of Brown's ongoing fight against an NFL policy that requires helmet certification according to industry standards. Brown already lost a grievance against the NFL that sought an exception so he could wear his shut air advantage, a helmet he has worn throughout his career. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the specifics concerning helmets. I, I'm not knowledgeable in that area. I will concede that. But that's not that's not the point I'm going to try to make. Okay. A number of players, including new, uh, the Patriots quarterback Tom Brady, were given a one-year grace period last season that allowed them to wear helmets that were recently banned. I remember that. The NFL and NFL Players Association eliminated the grace period after last season. Brown believed last week that he had found a suitable replacement, a helmet manufactured within the past 10 years, but it did not meet additional testing parameters. Because the replacement helmet had just been banned, Brown believes he is owed the same grace period that other players were given last season when their helmets were tested and banned, a source told Schefter. Um, Brown's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, said Monday that the receiver's helmet concerns are safety related. GM Mike Mayock said Sunday that Brown had left camp over the helmet issue and it was time for him to be all in or all out. Rosenhaus disputed that Brown had left camp and the whiteout was back with the team at the facility on Monday morning, a source told Schefter. The Raiders acquired Brown in a trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers in March then signed into a three-year deal worth $30.125 million guaranteed dollars. Okay, so here, here's my issue with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown just seems to, um, you know, let me, get, let me give credit where credit is due. Okay, so Marcus Spears was on first take. And he was talking about 
um, the issue of, you know, being in, uh, you know, the, 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 the issue concerning Antonio Brown. And he made a great point that I didn't think of. Because, because, you know, Mike Mayock, um, pretty much said, okay, you know, he pretty much said, you know, well, welcome back, you know, you know, he's got to be all in or all out. The, the Raiders, the Raiders organization is not being, they're not setting a hard line for Antonio Brown. And one person who's happy concerning this, Marcus Spears made this point, is John Gruden. Why? Because the Raiders are going to be bad again this year. They're going to be bad again this year. Okay, and with them being bad again, focus won't be on John Gruden, or I should say as much on John Gruden. Um, a lot will be on Antonio Brown. Because you can, because John Gruden could easily, after a loss, just say, you know what, you know, we just, you know, we just weren't, uh, we weren't clicking out there, uh, you know, chemistry just, it was just off, and, you know, you know, I can't, I can't make players come to, uh, I can't make players practice or do anything like that. Now, I will say this. Uh, Antonio Brown um, does have frostbite um, due to cryotherapy. Okay, so I can understand him not being on his uh, feet. Um, but but here, here's the main issue. The Raiders are going to be bad again this year. And Antonio Brown is going to get some of the blame. As he should. I mean, this stuff is ridiculous. Antonio Brown is the only player. He's the only player that is that is filing a grievance against the NFL. He's the, he's the only one. In case you didn't know that. I mean, even I remember last year, you know, there were there were uh some players along with Tom Brady who who wanted you know, the, an exception. Antonio Brown is the only, he's the only guy. He's the only guy. Now, let me explain why I think the Raiders will lose, be losers again this year. Okay, here's their, here's their schedule. Okay, so week one, uh, they play the Broncos, and this is in Oakland, Okay. So they start off with the division game. And also let me say this. Their division has gotten stronger. It's gotten stronger. Alright. Broncos. Uh, Broncos. Chiefs. At Minnesota. Uh, at Indianapolis. Uh, then they play the Bears. And then week 6 they have a bye. Which will be much needed because the next week is at Green Bay Packers. Uh, and you need all the rest you can get when you are going against Aaron Rodgers. Um, week eight is at Houston. Okay. Week nine, Lions. Week ten, Chargers. Week eleven, Bengals. Week twelve, at the Jets. Week thirteen, at Kansas City. Week fourteen, uh, Titans. Week fifteen, Jaguars. Week 16 at Chargers. Week 17 at Broncos. And that is their last game. So I'm just, so I'm just going over my head. I say, okay, cause the Raiders last year, they went, 
they went four and twelve. I'll give the Raiders. I'll I'll say the Raiders go five and eleven. I'll say the Raiders go five and eleven. That's just off the top of my head right now. Just going over the schedule. This is my first time actually looking at their schedule uh, by itself. So I'm gonna say uh, today, August nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. Excuse me, August twentieth. Wow, I'm I'm off. August twentieth, two thousand nineteen. Um, he they they will go five and eleven. Last Kate, okay, let me just go over their records. Their record since two thousand. Okay, twelve and four. 10 and 6, and this is in order, okay? 12 and 4, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 4 and 12, 2, 2 and 14, 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 5 and 11, 8 and 8, 8 and 8, 4 and 12, 4 and 12, 3 and 13, 7 and 9, 12 and 4, 6 and 10, 4 and 12. The Raiders have been a bunch of losers since, since 2000. So, I mean, this is this is this is less than mediocre. This is this is less than mediocre. It's just it's just it's just absolutely pitiful. It's just absolutely now. I, I granted the Raiders have had uh, different coaches over this time. Um, they had uh, they had Gruden in two thousand Gruden in two thousand one. Callahan in 2002, Callahan in 2003, Turner in 04, Turner in 05, Shell in 06, Kiffin in 07, I remember that, uh, Cable and Kiffin in 08, Cable in 09, Cable in 2010, Jackson 2011, Allen 2012, Allen 2013, Sperano Allen uh, 14, Del Rio, 15, 16, and 17, and then Gruden came back in 18, and Gruden will be coaching in 19. So, that is, let's see, okay, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, so oh so pretty much in less than in less than two decades they've had ten coaches. That's almost that's almost two a year. Excuse me, not two a year, but pretty much you know a new coach every other year. I the pay, the Raiders No. I ha, I have no faith in the Raiders. Antonio Brown is just He's he's a diva. I think um, Stephen A made a good point today on first take, or yesterday on first take. He talked about how AB probably just he just it's very simple. He doesn't want to be with the Raiders. I this I don't know John Gruden. I don't think I'll ever meet him. Um, but just looking at him. John Gruden seems like a guy you either love or hate. He seems like a guy that can war on you. And just seeing Antonio Brown and seeing John Gruden, they I can't see them getting along. I don't think A.B. likes Gruden. And I don't think Gruden likes A.B. 
that that's just that's just that's just really how I look at it in terms of persona in terms of personalities. Now, Antonio Brown is talented. I'll I'll give him that. He's a stud. He is a stud, and he works hard. But he just his personality is just you know. He he he's he's a drama king. He's a, he's a, he's a drama king, and to me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't see them doing anything this year. I just I don't see it happening this year. I mean, I. I I don't know. I I just don't know what the Raiders are going to do. Now I go to school in Sacramento, and there are there are some Raider fans who uh, who are over there. And I just I I I part of me just my heart goes out to Raider fans because it's just it's just really unfortunate just how bad they are. I mean they 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 they've been pretty much terrible. They've been pretty much terrible. I mean, twelve. I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna go over their records again, just so, just so you can understand. Okay, um, 2000, 12, 12 and four. Uh, 2001, ten and six. Eleven and five. Four and twelve. Five and eleven. Four and twelve. Twelve and two and fourteen. Four and twelve. Five and eleven. Five and eleven. Eight and eight. Eight and eight. Four and twelve. Four and twelve. Three and thirteen. Seven and nine. So. From two, so 2003 to 2015, they did not have a winning record. That that's that's just absolutely devastating. That's absolutely devastating. Now I want to say this: I'm a Patriot fan. Okay, when it comes to the Tuck rule, okay, I will concede it was a fumble. That was a fumble. I've I've watched that play. Multiple times, it was a dunk call. They, it, it, he, he fumbled, Tom Brady fumbled the football. There, I said it, okay? It's, it's on, it's now on the internet. Forever. Okay? So, th- this is, it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's just, it's just ridiculous how, how pathetic the Raiders are going to be. I, I just I don't see them doing anything this year. Derek Carr, I think he's gone after this year. I really do. And here and here's one reason here's another thing with Antonio Brown that people need to understand. Antonio Brown got what he wanted. He got he got the money he he got the Raiders gave him the money that he wanted. Um he, Antonio Brown said it was important that someone took him for his personality, you know, just accepted that who he was as a person. The Raiders did that by, you know, trading for him. And it's like, I I just, I don't know, man. I, the Raiders, the Raiders just keep having more and more misfortune, more and more misfortune. It's just been it's been absolutely you know rough, just 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 rough, and there's really nothing to say about it. I want to see I want to see teams do well, and I'm I'm going to say this: 
I want to see the Raiders do well because when I'm when I'm in Sacramento, those are the games that I have to be subjected to. If I turn on if I turn on the TV, the games I usually have to watch are either Raider games, Rams games, or Charger games. I the Raiders are horrible. I don't really care about the Rams. They're I mean they're good. I like Sean McVay, but I don't care about the Rams. The Chargers, I like Philip Rivers, but that's about it. I can't watch the Patriots like I would like to. You know, obviously, unless you you know, you get you know you get a nice package from NFL. You know, all, all, all that stuff where you can watch whichever team you want. I don't I don't get that because that's not where I spend my money. Um, I'm not really too invested in the NFL, so it's just not worth it to me to go that route. But I'm gonna say this: the Ra- Raider fans get re- get ready for another. Poor season, five and eleven. You got you guys. I I say Raider. I say Raider Nation. I say this. You guys will do one game better than you did last year. Don't don't get your hopes up just because you got Antonio Brown. Don't. I I I I don't buy their success for one second. I, you know I remember when they hired John Gruden. And John Gruden was, you know, he did like an interview and he was uh, talking about, you know, I'm getting phone calls left and right from players all around the league saying, you know, they want to come play for the Raiders. And I was like, John, please. I was like, no. I was like, the current state that the Raiders were in, because he, his first, his first season back with the Raiders was last year in 2018, where uh, the Raiders, Mark Davis, decide to anoint John Gruden as the hundred million dollar man uh, over ten years. Um, no one wanted to know who wanted to play with the Raiders. Who who wants to play with the Raiders in a in a I see. And here's my problem watching the Raiders. The Raiders don't even have their own stadium. The Raiders play in a baseball stadium. They play where the Oakland A's play. In case you didn't, in case you didn't know that, that's why you, that's why you'll see random dirt, because that's 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 a baseball diamond on the Raiders field, and it's just, I just, I can't stand watching the Raiders play at home. It's just nasty. It, it looks, it looks like a joke. No, no one wanted to, no one wanted to come to the Raiders, John. No, who wanted to come to the Raiders? There, there, there's nothing desirable about you guys. At, at this current point in time, it's just it's just really it's just really pitiful, man. I Raider fans, just you know, you can root all you want, you can root all you want, but at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, you will be once again subjected to a season of. Poor performance. Okay. Now. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. I don't even know I don't even I don't even know where to start with this guy. Well let me let me just you guys will be able to tell really quickly. Um I'm not a big fan of Josh Gordon at all. He is, he's very disturbed and he's not mentally well. Okay. 
Maya Angelou had a quote, um, and it goes, it's, you know, if someone shows you who they are, believe them. Josh Gordon over and over and over and over and over again has shown who he is. Now, did he have problems growing up? Yes, he did. Okay, so let me just, let me just go over, let me just go over, uh, Josh Gordon's timeline in case you didn't know. Okay, this goes to before he was in the NFL. Okay, just, if you look at middle and just, you can find this on boston.com. Um, yeah, this was, this was published, uh, last year when he, when he, Quote, when he said, oh, you know, I'm stepping away from football after he was, after it was discovered that, you know, he's, you know, they'd found stuff in his blood, stuff like that, and urine, and all of that. He, he's just, and that, that day was just so annoying to me when I got the news, I was like, I was waiting for this to happen. And then you had, you know, talking heads saying, oh, you know, you know, I hope he gets better. I hope he gets well. You know, I, you know, you know, he needs to do what's best for him. I I had no pity on Josh Gordon. Do you want to know why? Because Josh Gordon knew. He knew he had a problem. He knew he had he he's known for a long 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 time that he's had a problem. And so when he comes back to the game, you you still he still in his mind knows, okay, I still have this problem. He you know you know this. And then people are saying, oh, you know, he it's just he needs to just get his mind right. If he okay, if you're gonna get your mind right, step away from football, get yourself some get yourself some help, don't come back. You have other issues. And here's what's sad. Here's what's sad. Okay, football, what's gonna what what Josh Gordon, what are you gonna do when your football career is over? What are you, what are you gonna do when it's over? How how will you be occupying your time? I I I had I had zero pity for the man. Okay. Here here's a look here's a look into his past. Middle and high school. Uh again, this I'm not I'm not I'm not making any of this stuff up. This is from Boston.com. Okay, uh Josh Gordon drug suspension timeline. Uh Gordon told GQ's Clay Skipper he's he first started self-medicating with Xanax. Marijuana and coding in middle school. Middle school. He said his initial usage stemmed from social awkwardness, anxiety, feelings of inadequacy, and adolescent trauma-based fear. According to Gordon, the drugs helped numb those nerves so he could just function every day. When he was in 7th grade, Gordon said he took a whole bar of Xanax and ended up nodding off and drooling in class. He said his peers started laughing at him. Um, I... Would have two, or would have just been shaking my head, just being like, "Oh, that guy's crazy." Uh, the teacher's back was turned, and I kind of raised my hand and asked to go to the restroom real quick. Gordon told Skipper, uh, "That was my first experience of a high in seventh in seventh grade. It was to that extent, so I was definitely out of control." Gordon told Sports Illustrated's Ben Baskin, "He was expelled from two middle schools for stealing electronics from other students." Okay, so. So that's violence. Stealing is violence. Um, during that time, his usage also continued. 
Uh, Gordon earned a basketball scholarship at Westbury Christian, a prep school in Houston. Now, I'm going to say this. Josh Gordon is a stud on the field. He can play. But his, 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 his mind is not in the right place. Let, let me just keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it. Okay? I'll, I'll just sum this up. Okay? Um, he was selling drugs and stuff like that. He was drinking vodka every day. Um, uh, in college, uh, he went to, he went to Baylor and he, um, he had, you know, he had a credit card theft, which led to a felony for him. And he was 17 at the time. I mean, just, just a bunch of mess. Just, just a bunch, a bunch of mess. And then he transferred to Utah where he tried cocaine for the first time. Smart. Um, he said he began taking Adderall daily. Um, after failing another drug test, he returned home to Houston where he began to, where he began selling marijuana again to support his family. Gordon never took a snap at Utah, instead opting for the NFL supplemental draft in 2012. Um, then he went to the Browns, and we know the Browns, he pretty much played like, I don't know, five games his entire time. Um... Obviously, you know, obviously that was an exaggeration, but still pretty much he spent most of his time with the Browns being on suspension. It, it just, it just, I just, I don't understand. I just don't understand. It's just absolutely, it, it, it just, it baffles me. So 2012, um, he played, he played, uh, all 16 games, um, got five touchdowns, 50 receptions, 805 yards. Okay. Prior to the start of the 2013 season, Gordon was suspended two games for violating the NFL substance abuse policy. He started in the remaining 14 games, um, getting nine touchdowns, 87 receptions, and 1,646 yards, um, Okay, in weeks 12 and 13, uh, he became the first NFL player to record back-to-back 200-yard receiving games. Um, uh, Prior to the 2014 season, Gordon was arrested for a DWI in Raleigh, North Carolina. According to police, he was pulled over just before 3 a.m. for driving 50 miles per hour in a 35-mile-per-hour zone. His blood alcohol level was 0 .09, 0 .01 over the legal limit. Um, two months after Gordon's arrest, the NFL announced he had been suspended the entire 2014 season for a failed drug test. Um, the suspension was later reduced to 10 games. And uh, so Gordon pretty much, um, he played five games in 2014. Um, and then and then he was suspended by the Browns for the final game of the season for a violation of team rules. Gordon said he had missed the team's Saturday walkthrough. I stayed out late, but the thing is, we had to be up in the morning at like for like a 7.30 a.m. team meeting, Gordon told uninterrupted. I didn't wake up till 10 o'clock, 10.15, coming out of a blackout. I'm getting a bunch of texts and calls, you know, from coaches. Where are you at? We're headed to the tarmac already. I'm like, ah, S. 2015. Gordon was suspended the entire 2015 season due to another violation um, of the league substance abuse policy. This time it was for alcohol. Okay. Uh, 2016. 
Uh, Gordon's initial application for reinstatement was denied by the league in April because he failed another drug test. Gordon was reinstated by the NFL in July, allowing him to participate in training camp, but he remained suspended for four games to start the season. Gordon was expected to play in Week 5, but he elected to enroll in a 30-day intensive rehab program in New Hampshire. And I, and I remember that. I remember that day. I remember that day, too. People were applauding, saying, you know what? You're a young man. You admitted you had a problem. Good for you. And in my mind, I think Stephen A. I think Stephen A. said this as well. It's like just. It's like there's just a couple of problems here. He already knew he had the problem. And what does he do? Just as he's about to come back, he easily, very easily could have stepped away during those weeks of suspension. But no, when your team needs you and you you can come back, it's like, you know what? I got to step away. You already knew you had this problem, Josh Gordon. That was 2016. 2017. Gordon's application for reinstatement was first denied by the NFL in May. He replied in the fall and was granted conditional eligibility with the potential to be active in Week 13. Gordon played five games in 2017, recording 18 receptions and 335 yards and a touchdown. 2018. Gordon announced he would miss part of the start of training camp to refocus on his recovery. He said his absence was part of his overall health and treatment plan. Josh Gordon Remains in stage 3 of the NFL Substance Abuse Program, which means he is subject to random drug testing. If he fails a test, he faces another indefinite suspension. Gordon told Uninterrupted the consequences of his actions never really set in, but he also called the experience humbling. If you fail a drug test, you know this is over. They're not going to let you keep playing, Gordon said. I never really took it serious. I thought I could keep on doing it and getting away with it and getting away with it. Okay. So, here's my problem. You know, when people act... Here's the thing. People act stupid sometimes. And they do they do stupid activities that, that they really shouldn't be doing. But when it... when Here's what I don't understand. When it affects your wallet. It affects your wallet. It affects the things you can do. Because, because understand. When you are... When you are suspended, you're not getting paid. You are not getting paid. I, I I don't understand how someone can... Josh Gordon isn't worth it. And here's what I was going to come back to. He Josh Gordon is a stud. He can play. I've seen him play. He's, he can, he's good. He's good. Who knows how many touchdowns he would have if he just... You know, stayed off, stayed off weed and stopped drink. You know, stop drinking alcohol. Okay. Um. So you know you're doing that, but it's like okay, the best ability is availability. You could be the best guy on the planet. You could be the best guy on the planet, but if you if we can't use you, what good are you? What matters is what you do once you cross. Once you cross. The sideline. Once you step onto the field, once you step onto the court, um, that is what matters. When you are when you are outside the lines, you could be the most talented dude or woman, but it doesn't matter if you're suspended and you can't play in the game. Josh Gordon, he you know he's back in. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm gonna say week two, week three, week four, week five, somewhere in there. Uh, he's going to get suspended again. 
that, 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 that's what I'm waiting for. He has shown over and over and over that he's a guy who has serious problems and these problems affect his paycheck. See, you know, that, see, that's when you really know that you have a problem. When it is affecting, when it is affecting, when your, when your behavior is affecting the, is affecting your wallet. And you, you, you still can't seem to stop. Uh, you, oh, you're ser- you're seriously messed up. You are seriously messed up. In my opinion, the Patriots should cut him. And if I'm any other NFL team, I'm not touching Josh Gordon. He's not worth it. Why invest time into a guy you don't know? Man, you, you don't want to fear waking up. You don't want to fear waking up. You know what? Did he get suspended while I was asleep? Did he, did he fail another drug test? Did he get, was he, was he, was he, was he under the influence of alcohol again? Was he, did he have a DWI? Did he get a DUI? Um, you know, what, you know, what, 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 what happened? Did they find some marijuana on him? You know, I, he's not worth the headache. He's not worth the investment of time and the investment of resources. Give that spot to someone else who will be there every single day. Don't give it to a guy who's, who's going to be there like a, for a month. Don't don't waste your time on that. The Patriot the Patriots need to they cut him. Cut him. Don't don't give it don't invest any more time into this man. He's not worth it. He has a serious problem. Here's, and here's here's the thing, your behavior affects it, it affects your teammates, the people the people you work alongside the pe- the people who you're in the trenches with, the people who every day you know you're working with to get better and to ultimately win a Super Bowl. These people these people are playing for a job, these people are playing um, for money, these people are playing to uh, for their families. Josh Gordon or to any athlete that gets suspended for for stupid stuff like stupid stuff you are letting your team down your team needs you one the you can only be as strong as your weakest guy and see what's great about the Patriots what I love about the Patriots is that you can be replaced I love that mentality it keeps you humble it you can't get too high You can be replaced. So, you know, I, as I, as I said, you know, you're as, you're as, you're as strong as your weakest link. With the Patriots, that's not the case. That's not the case. Tom Brady went down. Matt Cassell came up and, uh, did his thing. That, that, that's just what happens. So the Patriots are the exception to the rule. But Josh Gordon, do not invest any more resources into him. Don't do it. He's not worth the trouble. 53, there's 53 people that make, that make a roster. Okay. One, if one guy, if one guy 
can't play. That affects that affects that affects everyone else. That affects you know that affects substitutions, rotations, uh, schemes. Um, it, it 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 affects what you can do on the field. Josh Gordon can play if he was consistent. Do you know how much? Do you know the Patriots or the Browns? I should say. You know he really could have, he he really could have helped them in their time of need. I mean they're still in their time of need. They're getting better, and now he's gone. But when he was with the Browns, he could have helped them so much. It's just it's just outrageous. I, you know, the Bible the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times and and he gets back up again. Okay, um, God God is a merciful God. Okay, so He's forgiving and stuff like that. So Josh Gordon, the person, you know, I, I, I want the best for him. But I, I just, I just, I gotta be honest here. He's not, he's just not worth it. From, for, from, from a job standpoint. You give this man a job because you realize he's had this much, you realize Josh Gordon has, he has had five suspensions. Five. Suspensions, and he still has a job in the NFL. That shows just how talented he is. If he was mediocre, if you got suspended one time, you'd be out of the league. You can easily be replaced. Josh Gordon has has had five suspensions. He has serious uh, physical dependency problems on drugs and alcohol. His mind is not right mentally, and he still has a job. Waiting for him in the NFL. And of all teams, the Patriots. I remember Chad Ochocinco. He he went to the Patriots for like a few games. The Patriots, they had him, they had him memorize, I think it was either five or nine. I think it was five. Five or nine. But they had him memorize five routes. They said, Chad, just, just, just memorize these five. Tom Brady just, just said, Ocho Cinco, come here. Can you, can you, can you remember these five? Can you do these five? He couldn't do it. Josh Gordon, don't be an idiot. You are on the best team in the NFL. You're on the best team in the NFL in terms of, you know, organization, uh, player personnel. Um, or I mean, not, I mean, not skill, but you know, just, just how well the team is run. You have Tom Brady, you got Bill Belichick and you got, you know, you got great pieces that are supporting the vision. You're on the best team in the NFL. You can't blow it. You already, you already did last season. I just, I just, I just, I'm done. I'm, I'm absolutely done with Josh Gordon. I'm, I want the best for him. But in terms of football, no. I'm done. I'm done. I can't, I can't, I can't be putting more time into you and giving a, a very much coveted roster spot. There are some, there are some people who give their, who, who, who give everything they've got to get 
just one chance to make a team. They they give they give anything just to make the practice squad. And here you have an individual like Josh Gordon, who is wasting his talent. And just from the sounds of it, now I don't know Josh Gordon personally. Okay, but from the sounds of it, and from what I've read, and from what I appear, what I think I know about Josh Gordon, he has no other skills. He has no other skills. So the NFL, it's like, for you, for you, Josh Gordon, it's the NFL or bust. That, that, that's what it is. You don't, you don't have another, you don't have another option. You don't, you don't have, you don't have anything. You don't have, you don't, you don't. Don't blow this. You are blessed with the opportunity. You, you, first of all, you are blessed with the talent to be, for one, to be noticed, and then two, to, to receive a scholarship, to receive a scholarship. Three, to be, you know, to get drafted in the supplemental draft in 2012. And then you have, you know, you're blessed with multiple opportunities to just be like, okay, Josh, we're going to try this again. He fails again. Okay, Josh, we're going to try this one more time. You fail and they give you a yet another chance. Josh Gordon, you need to wake up. You need to wake up. You can't waste this opportunity that, that, that you have been blessed with. You don't have any other option. The only thing I could possibly see you doing, the only thing I could possibly see you doing is going on a speaking tour and just talking, just talking to young athletes, young football players, and just teaching them the importance of not, of, you know, you know, mental health and, you know, not getting, not trying substances and things like that. That's the only thing I could really see you doing. But even even with that, even with that, you keep failing, and you're you're costing yourself money, Josh. If you, if anything, if anything else, if it or I should say, if nothing else, do it for the money. Just how I don't I don't understand what you you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. My, now I'll, I'll concede. Football is hard. It's it's a hard game, and you can't you can't really play it for long. At a at, at a high level, okay. I'll I'll give that. But you are blessed to play a game for a couple of hours a day, and you need to do that to the best of your ability. And you you can't just take oh you can't you can't just keep. Cutting, you keep slamming doors in your face. Teams want you, Josh, because they they know you're just that good. They know you can play. You could you you could be, you could have been at the beginning of your career. You know you 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 could easily now be considered on the road to being the greatest receiver of all time. Think of think of the millions of dollars that you've missed out on. It's certainly possible. It is certainly possible that you could have had a situation where you're thinking, okay, what can I do here? 
What can I do with this? Millions of dollars lost. And I, you're, you're, Josh, here's what I think. I think you're out of ideas. I think you're out of hope. Okay? You know, you, you, I don't know if, I don't know if you're saved or anything like that. But if, if you don't know, if you don't have Jesus Christ as your, as your Lord and Savior, man, I, I have, I have nothing to say. I, I have no other, you know, I have nothing else to tell you except maybe to, to hire someone, just hire, just hire a person and you can pay them, you know, you could, you could pay them, I don't know, 15, 15 bucks an hour and you can just say, look, your job is to, hi, I, I'm really suggesting this. I can't, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Hire a babysitter for yourself. Pay someone to follow you and to watch you and not let you Drink or smoke, or do drugs. I think if it if it has come to that, do it. That, because because I believe that, I believe that's where you're at right now. You're you're out of ideas. You are completely out of ideas. There's some people. There's some people that you can't help. And Josh, Josh, I want I want to see you succeed. I want. I want to see people succeed. I want to see people be the best, the best at whatever it is they do. I want to see, I want to see people do, do what God has called them to do. I want to see them, I want to see people do what God has put them on this earth to do to the best of their ability. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see failures. I don't, I don't like stories like this. I really don't. I, I want, Josh, I want to see you do well. There are people out there who want us, they want to see you succeed. They, they, success stories are so amazing. Because, Josh, you came from a low place, you know, low relative to America, you know, you're still in the top 1% that have ever lived. But, you know, Josh, you've, you've pretty much, you pretty much come, you came from nothing. We, we want to see you succeed. We want to see you do well. We want to see you, Recover, and we want to see you, you know, do well in life. That's that's what that's what most people want to see. But I am now at a point where I I I still want to see you do well. But I just if I if I'm an NFL team, I'm not touching you because you're not worth the trouble. You're not worth the investment of time. You're not worth the investment of dollars. You're not worth the investment of resources. Find a player, find a, there are, I'm telling you, there are players, there are people who play football or just, just sports overall, who, who they would, they would give almost anything to just, just have one shot, just have one shot. Josh Gordon, I ask you this question. How many people do you think wish they could have your spot? Just, just think about that. Just, just, I mean, just think about that. There, are, I would, I would say there are at least tens of thousands of people that that wish they could have the opportunity that you have. That wish they could, that wish they could play football for a living. There are some who are clawing at the chance to play. 
There were some who who would give who give absolutely anything. You know, you see you see stories on like NFL Network where you see um, you know things like hard knocks and things like that, where you see where you see players who are doing everything that they can to get a shot to play in the NFL. They're giving their all to play, and they can't play because they're just they're just not good enough, or someone doesn't, or people don't think that they're good enough, or they just can't use them on their team. There are people who would, who would give anything to have your position, Josh. Don't waste it. Don't waste the talent that God has given you. Don't waste the opportunities that you've had. You have been you have faced five five suspensions. Five. I I, I can't I can't even. I can't even fathom that. To, for for someone, you know, you're just you're just that talented. Josh Gordon, please get it together, man. Just 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 stay away from the alcohol. Stay away from the drugs. I don't know who you're hanging out with, but these are not the people to hang out with. These these really are not the people to hang out with. If it takes you to hang out with the Amish, do that. I don't I don't know what to say. I, I, I have no clue of what else to say to you, Josh Gordon. I want the best for you, man. I really do. Please get it together. Please. Okay, my last story is just it's just disgraceful. I can't I don't even know. As I've said earlier, people are crazy. People are great. Just crazy people. Man shoots and kills restaurant worker for making his sandwich too slowly. This is this is from Newsweek.com. People are crazy. You, you got some crazies out there. And there's this. Really nothing you can do about it. You know, you, you know, you gotta be careful on the streets. And I'm not saying you should live in fear or anything like that. You know, you know, not, no, not at all. But you, you just, there's some strange, crazy people out there. And it's just like, you know, you don't know the state of some of these people. An unstable customer, un, the word unstable should be in caps lock. An unstable customer shot and killed a restaurant worker in France. Because his sandwich wasn't prepared quickly enough, witnesses report. Around 9 p.m. Friday night. Friday night. Surprise neighbors heard a loud bang from Mistral, a small cafe in the outskirts of Paris. Some stepped outside moments later to see emergency crews crowding the entrance, uh, crowding the entrance to the pizza and sandwich shop, which opened earlier this year. The victim reportedly died on the scene. This man's just trying this man is just trying to work. He's trying, you know, he's trying to get, you know, he's just trying to provide for himself, his family if he had one. And th- this guy was 28. So I'm assuming this guy was just he was just trying to get on his feet. He's you know, he's trying to get his life together, you know, get he's just trying to to contribute to the economy. He's just he's just going about his day making a sandwich. 
and you kill him. He went to he went to work. He's like, you know, what? I'm going to make pizzas. I'm going to make sandwiches, and I'm going to come home. He never comes home. Why? Because a twenty eight a twenty eight year old restaurant staffer, uh, excuse me, a thirty four year old man shot him because he didn't get his sandwich when he wanted it, supposedly. After shooting the 28-year-old restaurant staffer in the shoulder, the unnamed assailant then fled. Now, see, thats I've got to say, that's kind of shocking. That's kind of shocking. He is still reported, reportedly at large. I find that interesting because, you know, when I think of a shoulder... To get shot in the shoulder and you die, that's... That's... The bullet must have... Most people, most people, if they get shot in the shoulder, they don't die. Because it's it's not a it's not a fatal wound. I don't know. Maybe 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 you know, first responders were were running late. I I don't know. Police identified the alleged gunman in the sandwich shot in the sandwich shooting as a 34 year old man with a criminal background. What a shocker! Authorities raided his home on Saturday evening but failed to locate him. Detectives with Francis Judicial. Police told RTL their manhunt will be difficult and possibly dangerous. This is this story. It's just it just it just hurts me, man. Seeing things like this, senseless violence. What do you what do you what do you what are you shooting for? I don't, I don't understand. Locals are still in shock. This restaurant just opened. A neighbor, I didn't find as Luis. Um, it's run by three people. Two of them work the counter. We get takeout there often. They're very nice and seem to be hard workers. So let's just be honest. There's three people. And you know, I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll say this. Let's just say there was no one in the sandwich shop. I doubt that's the case because it was Friday at 9 p.m. And obviously there were witnesses, so so they weren't alone in the sh- so it wasn't just the guy alone in the shop. Okay, let's just let's just say the guy, let's just say the 34-year-old guy, excuse me, 28-year-old guy, the 28-year-old is the one who was killed, 34 is the one who did the shooting. Okay. The 20 the 28-year-old, he's just standing there. Let's just say he, let's just say the order was placed and the guy just stands there and he's, you know, he's on his phone or whatever and he's not paying any attention. Is that a reason to shoot him? I mean, this, it's just, it's just frustrating. You killed a man. You, you have blood on your hands because you shoot a guy. You. You you killed a guy because of a sandwich. That, that's what happened here. You killed a guy over a sandwich. I mean, just there are just some things that are just that are just absolutely idiotic. There are some things that are just absolutely idiotic, and there's no reason. There's no reason to do this. Man, I I just he went to work and he he never came home because he got blasted 
because it because the shooter didn't get his sandwich right when he wanted. That's just that's just really deflating. That's just really deflating. I probably shouldn't have started with this story. It just it just bothers me so much. I apologize, I apologize for if this if this brought you down. Cause it, it, it brought me down right here. And I and I I had already read the story. I um uh, I hope you I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, you know. Thank you for your feedback, thank you for your support, thank you for your comments, thank you for your critiques, and I will you guys will hear me again on Wednesday.